Paige, how was your day? I had my last day of babysitting today. It was really sad. What did you do? Anything fun? We went to the park. That was fun. Oh, tell me about oh, tell me about the opera singer. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe I forgot about this. This I went to the park with my kids and they ran into somebody they knew. So the, the four of them were playing together. And then that little girl's mom came looking for her. I can't even do what she did. Instead of shouting her kid's name, I'm not sure what the name was. It was me. I wouldn't say it anyway. Uh, but it was like two syllables. Let's call her Trina. Right. Trina? That's Trina. that's your first instinct? It sounded like Trina, sort of. But I remember oh, okay. thinking But that. yeah, no one's name is actually Trina. No, so. hers maybe. This woman was so weird. Instead <laughs> of shouting like, Trina! Trina! Trying to get her kid's attention. Trina! <clears throat> she literally... I can't do what she did. But she was like, Trina! <laughs> and Trina didn't respond. Obviously, I wouldn't either. I'd be like, who's Trina? <laughs> but yeah. so she does it again. She's like, Trina! Like, there's vibrato in there. She was auditioning for someone. I don't know what. Yeah. I, it was unlike, I wanted to record it, but she was too far away. It's unlike anything I've seen before. It's almost like, uh, it's like in a sitcom when, like, you know, there's a casting director nearby, so you try to display your skills yeah, in a exactly. casual way. So it's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, look, I'm juggling. It was straight <laughs> up in a movie. Like, she had big hair. Trina. And then finally Trina responds. I couldn't hear the response. And she goes, morning. mother. No. But then the woman is just like, Trina. Well, we gotta go home. Like, the, kid, <laughs> the kid responded in there. And she responded back, but like gave up on the singing. I it was that is so funny. Unreal. Unreal. Oh my gosh. Trina. Trina. Did you pack your lunch? <laughs> and then she'd go up an octave or like up and say, Trina. And at first I was like, I'm just mishearing it, but then she had the vibrato. watching this on the the website watchdisneychannel.com and the little they have a little like sentence at the bottom of what the movie's about and this one just said alex schlotsky persuades lamont to coach his winless basketball team like we're supposed to know what those names are (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was so funny okay here here's the description as told by wikipedia all right full court miracle is a 2003 disney channel original movie true it it premiered on november 23rd 2003 Inspired by the true story Mm. of University of Virginia basketball star Lamont Carr, the film centers on a group of young Jewish basketball players who search for a coach to help them out of a slump. The main character, Alex Slotsky, is inspired by the true story of Chad Korpik and Alex Barbag. Uh Uh-huh, of course. It's just crazy that this is a movie that's like... Ma- it's about a miracle yeah and it, it's a true story i feel like maybe the miracle wasn't part of the true story i mean it is about it's a true story in jewish like in the jewish religion as well I, that's where i thought that was going not like the true story of this basketball oh player. based on the true story of the maccabees two thousand like years ago <laughs> exactly it does mirror sorry we're getting ahead of ourselves here but there are a lot of uh, similarities between this story and Judah Maccabee's story. Yeah, so this movie starts basically with the beginning of Hanukkah, and these boys go to a Jewish school together, and they're learning about Hanukkah, they're learning about Judah Maccabee, who 
Was, Who was Judah McAfee? Hope, please tell us. I, I believe he was in charge of Hanukkah. Yeah, he's mayor of Hanukkah He's town. the mayor of Hanukkah. <laughs> Just kidding. We should start by saying neither Hope nor I are Jewish. We um, tried to get my best friend, Elia, to be on this podcast with us because not only is she Jewish, but she's also a former basketball player. I was going to say she's also like a DCOM fan. And she's <laughs> our biggest fan. So she has supplied us with the trivia for this episode. Spoiler, the trivia coming up. But yeah, we're not we're not Jewish, so we're going to, we're already butchering this really important yeah, historical Yeah, so just we're going moment. into like with that understanding between like the two of us and then like you, the listener at home. Yeah, like, to not be mad at us. Please. I mean, if you are mad, email us at 87centralpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Voice any concerns you have. Basically, though, this movie is awesome. And this is one of the most religious Disney movies I've ever seen. Definitely. I was thinking, like, there's a scene where they... It's amazing. The way that they handle religion in in this movie is so good. Like, I recently watched this terrible movie called Christian Mingle. I've heard of it. And it's it's so weird and, like, awkwardly heavy-handed with its, like with its religious, like, beliefs. But this movie is just, like, it handles it so beautifully, and it's not, like, preachy. It's just... Yeah, it's totally not ...informative, and it's so It also so doesn't... Cool. It's, like, the religion is a part of the story. It's not... Because Disney will, like... Or whatever, like, children's movies can sometimes, like, pay a little... Like, a there's, like, a little glimmer of, like... Yeah, it's, like, they celebrate Christmas. Exactly. Or they're they at church. never, yeah. like, address it right out. And this movie is about a Hebrew school and... Hanukkah and it's very like, and their faith deliberate yeah yeah it's so cool it I was thinking like have I ever seen like prayer in another decom like not um, as ex- not like I don't want to say extreme but like as like delib- deliberate been, like, you know like and like grace but I've never seen like a, like a, a movie religious that's about, like a religious yeah. meal being you know, you know I don't yeah even a know. meal or like I've never they like, have the just, whole like uh, shop, like Shabbat dinner together, and they yes. say like, um, like Hebrew prayers like multiple times throughout the movie. I learned a lot about Judaism from watching this uh, movie. Yeah, for sure. I have a little bit of an advantage of you on you. I have a, I have a Jewish step family. Oh, there you go. So I know a little bit more about Judaism you than totally do. probably the average Christian, but I obviously know way less than any uh, average Jew. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you know, an average Jew, Jew. an average Joe. <laughs> average Jew, average Joe. But this movie's so cute. The main character, Alex D. Linz, yeah. you might recognize him from Home Alone 3. Oh, I was going to say Max Keeble's big move. Oh. You, but that's I didn't put didn't that realize? together. Wow. I was obsessed with Max Keeble when I was a kid. I could literally quote that movie. I could quote it like I do Princess Diaries. Like, I would just I love speak Max, Max Keeble. Actually, so I told good. Elia that uh, my brother's dog, Max, is named after Max Keeble's big was move. He? And Elia was, was like, wasn't. oh my god, really? And I was like, no. Yeah, okay. I just <laughs> but in my head, that. he is. <laughs> That's perfect, though. Yeah. Um, no, I totally... Yeah, Alex Lance, total cutie pie. <laughs> okay, Poe, this movie's so good. Oh, it's so good. I feel like I'm so scatterbrained. But there's one point where the kids are playing basketball, That's and it literally, like... Okay, <laughs> Let me finish. Please do. And it literally flashes back to 2,000 years ago. And it's like the, 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 the Lions, who is the Jewish team, are the Jews 2,000 years ago. And the mm-hmm. Warriors are the Romans. And it's like, whoa, this is intense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's this Hebrew school and their loser basketball team. They just suck. They get they, this happened chance, like, meeting of this University of Virginia star, Lamont Carr. Who's living in his car. That is such a... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, it's so true. Huge spoiler. But <laughs> that was a crazy... That's, like, the climax. <laughs> but 
Uh, he, they convince him, they pull together their allowances, and he coaches them kind of on the side. They don't have a real basketball coach at their Hebrew school. Yeah, and then their parents find out, and they're like, this is illegal. Yeah, and then he gets hired as the basketball He gets coach. hired as the coach. It's amazing. It is amazing. What I like about this movie so much is the main character. Like, I think that Schlotz, as they call him, Schlotz, Alex Schlotzky... Yeah. Is it Alex Slatsky? Yeah, it's Alex. Okay. And, yeah. And his name is Alex. Mm-hmm. And I think his name might be Alex in Home Alone 3. Maybe. No, it's Kevin. Is he not still playing Kevin? He's, no, it's not, he's not Kevin oh. McAllister. See, I've only seen the first one and some of the second. Oh, it's like a whole different... It's a whole different thing. I see. I was always wondering that. And then, did you know they did another... They've done Home Alone again, like last year. Really? Like Yeah, with a new little kid and it's just like Home Alone 6 or whatever. I don't know. And was it like a retelling of Home Alone 1? I don't think so. I think it was just another in the... They just keep pumping them out because kids will watch them. Yeah, it. and they played it on Disney Channel. I don't think it was a DCOM. Oh, in fact, it that's wasn't. fun. But yeah, they did. They played it on Disney Channel. But Schloss is just like such like a smooth talker. Like he's just like such a charismatic character who like is really passionate and kind mm-hmm. and has good friends and has like a platonic male-female friendship. Yes! Oh That's like your biggest my thing. gosh, it is. I talk about this so much... But it it's true. And the whole time I was thinking, like, are they going to kiss or what? Like, they, they never did. There was no, like... At one point at the beginning, she was like, if you don't want me here, then I'll leave. And I was like, whoa. Like, yeah. is that sexual tension or not? I don't know. Also, this is yet another... Oh, I hope this is your fan decom. fiction. <laughs> is your fan fiction, Julian? No. But, funny you mention that. Um, I felt this whole movie was sort of fan fiction. Let me explain. It is <laughs> fan taking, fiction of the Torah? <laughs> yes, it is taking Torah fan fiction. a text, a famous work, and it is putting new characters in it. <laughs> it is literally... You're thinking, so true. It's when so I was true. trying to come up with my page, it was literally like, how am I supposed to write fan fiction about fan fiction? <laughs> this is Jewish fan fiction. This is basically like Jewish Veggie Tales. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Well, Veggie Tales is honestly fan fiction too. Yeah, it really is. Take characters from the Bible, make them vegetables. And put vegetables in there. Genius. Totally. So this stuff like originated fan fiction. Paige, who do you think is the Alex and the Julian I relationship? Oh wow. I mean, I think we have a good balance of like being the Alex and Julie for each other. Wow, that's beautiful. We like root each other on. You know, one of us yeah. is a star basketball player. <laughs> Me. <laughs> One, one of us, us is a doctor. A fake, do- a fake do- One of us is a 14-year-old doctor. So Alex's mom, played by the mother from Cadet Kelly. Oh, I was wondering. <laughs> as soon as she walked in, I was like, uh, I've seen you. Um, I knew I'd seen her, but I thought she was like really no, famous. I was, I was like, was she on SVU? Is like a serious, <laughs> like it's like the main character? She probably was also. She probably is a very famous actress, and we are terrible for being like, oh, it's the mom from Cadet Kelly. <laughs> um, but she is a doctor. And she really wants Alex to become a doctor. Even she, though Alex is destined to be a lawyer. I mean, just I, was, I thought you were going to say basketball player. I'm like, that kid is so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but he really wants to be a basketball player, and his mom doesn't understand. And so she puts him in this hospital program. Which uh, is like an awesome program. Yeah, totally. But definitely doesn't exist. But only if you want to be doctors. I mean, my brother did a sort of a similar thing where you go in like shadow. Did he get to wear doctors. like a lab coat? I never asked. I never because saw in this, him. Julie wears the lab coat and it yes. makes it look like she's a child doctor. She really did. She she's like, a Doogie, Doogie Hauser. What up? Jinx, you owe me a <laughs> Shout out soda. to Doogie. Shout out to NPH. Welcome to our Doogie podcast. <laughs> I'm Doogie and this is my host, Doogie. <laughs> We're Doogie and Doogie. That would be so confusing. I'm trying to keep two Doogies straight. Doogie, Doogie, Doogie and Taylor. <laughs> I'm Doogie, uh, I'm Doogie, and I'm Taylor. <laughs> And this is Liz 
Lindsay. <laughs> that was like a very good Taylor impression. That's why this podcast feels weird. Not because Taylor's missing, but because Lizzie's missing. missing. We miss you, Lizzie. I love Julie and Alex's friendship. And I really like Alex's relationship with his parents. Like, I know that his mom is pressuring him, but there's still like good parenting in this, you know, in this totally. movie. You know what I liked about the parents? I really dug the like role reversal where the mom is putting all this pressure on him and wants him to be a doctor and the dad is like, hey, look, he's got this dream. Like, let yeah, him. It's normally the dad is right. like, doesn't get it. And the mom's like, come on. I loved that. And also, like, the mom was terrible at cooking if you, she couldn't even make um, frozen waffles. On, it's like, just plug in your toaster. Yeah, exactly. But, no, I really did enjoy uh, just their relationship and the relationship to Alex. And, yeah, it was a good family. Good family on this decom. Just in general, I thought a lot of the kids have good families. <laughs> Great breeding. You know? And I like that, like, the big joke was, like, that they were, like, really smart because they're Jewish. Like, I love that they're like, come on, Alex, we should be lawyers, we should be doctors. Was like, that, like, a stereotype, or do you think that was sort of, like, calling attention to the stereotype or something? Like, were they well, doing it on purpose? Well, there is a stereotype that totally. if you're Jewish, you're a doctor or yeah, a lawyer. So do, I, I guess my question is, was that, like, an insensitive joke to be made? No, I think, I mean, honestly, I think it's, like, what a great thing for a, a like, a culture of people to be known as being the smartest, most successful. Like, I guess that's true. I think it's something that like, they're proud of. I get that, I can't, for I guess sure. I can't really say. But even, like, positive stereotypes are bad Are still stereotypes. And, yeah, yeah, like, the stereotypes of, like, Irish girls, which is what Paige and I are, is, like, you know, we're really beautiful. And, right, and, like... Really good at kissing. <laughs> good kissers. Great dancers. <laughs> Ask um, us out, please. <laughs> we're not desperate. Um, we're not. <laughs> we're not desperate. We're a little. We're just there. really good at kissing, and we think you should know. <laughs> we're not desperate. We just really want to show you how good we are at kissing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Hope and I are gonna kiss now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That was the sound of maybe me. a step too far. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we'll fix this in post. <laughs> I don't know if it was. Are you asking if it was offensive or not? Or yeah, and I mean, this, I think this movie. I can we assume. I think we can assume this movie was written by by Jewish people. But see, is that another stereotype <laughs> that that Jews that uh, Jews write in Hollywood? Yeah. No, I think that I mean like literally because it's this movie. I want to get your opinions on this. This was the first thing I thought. Well, okay, I thought that Alex had, like, a bit of a crush on Lamont. Did you get the same vibes I did? No, but okay. I can see it. Kate, my first point, and my argument proving he does, was when they first met him, and he was playing basketball, they, the kids, like, saw this guy, Lamont, playing basketball. And he goes, hey. super impressed by him. Check this guy out. Yeah, she does that. And then he goes over to Lamont, and he's like, hey, mind if I rebound for you? <laughs> and then he's catching the balls, and he takes, he takes the basketball from him and goes... I'll give it back if you tell me your name. <laughs> I was like, he is so, like, trying to Flirty. pick him up right now. Yeah. He was super into it. And then just them, like, their little romantic lunch <laughs> under the bridge. Yeah, also, like, if Lamont had, was anybody else, this movie could go in such a different direction. Like, you really, like, in general are taught not to eat lunch with homeless people under a bridge by their van. I don't know. Did you get that lesson? I don't <laughs> Really? I skipped that line in my house. <laughs> no, for sure. And the parents are just so willing to be like, oh, you met this guy and he coaches you now? That's cool. Like, I'm realizing, like, I had this dream last night. I'm realizing it's because of this movie. I oh dreamt that I was um, driving the girls that I nanny 
and we saw a homeless man, uh-huh. and I invited him into the car and oh, let, no. and let him drive. No, and no. he was played by Brian Cranston. Stop. So Brian Cranston was this like mean homeless man, and I dreamt that he was like bullying us, like he was being really mean to us, and like kind of like invading what, the our personal space. Let in your car. I'm yeah. shocked. And I dreamt that I had to call the police. Oh my goodness, that's serious. It was a serious dream, and I'm like, it's probably because of this movie. I'm sure it was because, especially because of the Brian Cranston. Yeah, Brian Cranston came in too. Shout out to our Twas the Night episode. Yeah, if you were a new listener, uh, last week we did Twas the Night, and we had Taylor, R.I.P. I miss her, and Lizzie, always missing her. Um. Anyway, what else what else do you think about full court miracle? It's it's good. I like that. Okay, this okay. kind of thing is funny. Okay. This I, is I what just they remembered something. Um, so I think it's funny that these teams have a rivalry when one of them is very good and one of them is very bad. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. Imagine being like the best team in, in like the district and just bullying the like the the worst team like they're not a threat to you. Well, my high normally school, it's like the two best teams hate each other. Yeah, for sure. No, my high school we were the worst team in the district. I went to a, a new high school. It was the second graduating class of the school, and so we were young. All our programs were young, and so generally like sports were really bad. And there was a school that was. This is one funny year. because I went to like Travis, and we were the best. Yeah, so this is but we were in two we different, different districts. It's a really diverse podcast. We're getting two completely different. <laughs> yeah, like as a pro, um, uh, b baller. <laughs> baller. But um, the there was one school that was a year younger than us, and they had the exact same grades, and so they were our rivals naturally because the you guys gra- were the, the two good worst. teams had rivals. Yeah, the two worst teams had rivals. Like yeah, the two newest teams, and then. All of a sudden, one of the best teams, the high school my brother went to actually, decided they wanted to be our rivals. <laughs> so then they're just like, yeah, Rouse High School, they're our new rivals. And we're like, no, we have rivals. Thank you. We don't. Thank you very much, but we don't. Like, we were and the you team. you have two rivals, it's like you're just being bullied. <laughs> exactly. No, everyone was just teaming up on us at a certain point. Because we were. And then we went to playoffs, and it was like literally a Cinderella story, and it was beautiful. But, um, That's yeah. pretty So funny. we had a lot of rivals because everyone wanted to beat us. I think it's funny that this, like, this Jewish school is, like, they're known for being bad at sports because when I, I went to a very small private school and all the teams that we played against were Catholic schools. Like, they mm-hmm. were all, or at least Christian schools, mostly Catholic. And they were so good at sports, like, because they is were... Is that a Catholic stereotype? I th- Well, for me it is. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, Catholics, they're great at athletics. Because I think, like, the coaches just, like, really cared more and they were a lot more disciplined, like... Catholics are more disciplined. I'm Catholic. I know. I was telling the listeners. And we were just like an artsy-fartsy <laughs> school. Like on my softball team, we would legitimately be reading on the bench before it was our oh time, gosh. like our turn to bat. Like That's we were adorable. just like, we were there just to, really just to have fun. And the Catholic girls crushed us at every single sport. But maybe that was just, we were just so bad. Oh my gosh. Maybe. But that's my stereotype. I like that one though. That's Catholics okay are like me. incredibly athletic. I do not like. I am not good at sports, but I like that. That is how I view. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I Snapchatted my brother while I was watching this, and it was just a picture of uh, the the Hebrew school and their little yarmulkes sitting on the bench. And I said, "Guess the decom," and he said, he messaged me back on Snapchat and said, "Choose it or lose it." <laughs> Choose it or lose it. It's really good. It was so funny. I think that should have been the tagline or something. I think that, okay, so my school had um, a large Jewish population. So in seventh grade, there was like a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah every weekend. Like seriously, oh, wow. almost every weekend. 
And like sometimes there are bye weeks, but not really. Like there are so many. And I think that might be why, like, and I was going through puberty at this time. I'm just like very attracted to Jewish men. And I find yarmulkes to be like very sexy. Oh. And I think it's probably related because all my like first crushes and stuff were developed like at, at bar mitzvahs. That actually, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you spend a lot of time with Jewish boys. Yeah. Like Jewish kids. And and they're like friends from temple and stuff. Yeah. That's so interesting. (laughs) Dude. Good to know though. If you're listening and you like want to date with our girl hope here. I wear a yarmulke. That might get me. I have such a crush on Alex D. Lins. Like I think he is so cute. He Schlaps. was back in the day. Who knows what he's up to now? Oh, I've looked him up. He, you, he has an Instagram. Did you find that? No. Oh, he didn't look him up too hard. I just Googled you? him. He, uh, well, I don't know if it's actually his Instagram or someone pretending to be him. I really hope it's the latter. But <laughs> he has 67 followers and has never posted anything. <laughs> now that's my kind of man. Exactly. I really, I dig that. So, do you want to rate it? Yeah. Um, well, okay. I don't Honestly, even know. this... I feel is the least decommy decom we've watched. Really? Maybe the least decommy decom ever. Is it because it's so good that it's it's so religious? We've talked about the religious, not even undertones, overtones. Yeah, it's, it's overtly religious. Yeah. It's almost like the undertones are basketball. <laughs> yeah, true. No, that is one hundred percent accurate. <laughs> the undertones are basketball. Um, but if but that's not very characteristic of a decom. I guess the like lessons and the friendships are decomming. It doesn't pass the milk test. Um, yes, it does. Yes, it does. What does it do? The milk test is passed when the guidance counselor, like the female With the principal, oh, you know, okay. who's that woman? Mrs. What's her face? I she was the principal. Was she the principal? Well, she hired Lamont. So yeah, I do okay. think she was the principal. I, but I thought maybe the rabbi was the principal. I think he was a teacher or maybe on some sort of board, but I do think... It's like a church and state thing. I didn't think about thing. it until now, but I do think that... Okay, well... well no, it's a Hebrew school, so he could be the principal, but... Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, anyway, wh- whatever that lady's name is, she follows Lamont in her convertible, and at some point, like, the convertible hood accidentally goes down, and then a, a truck drives by, covers her in mud, um, and then she walks in, and she's got mud everywhere yeah, except for her sunglasses on. Yeah, no, that is that is very milk testy, so it does Yeah, that's that. the mud test. Her name, I know, is something very similar to Carr, because there was one part where he was lying about his address, because obviously he's homeless, as we have spoiled. Um, he was lying about his address, and she said, thank you, Mr. Carr, and I thought he said back, you're welcome, Mrs. Carr. And I was like, Whoa! This <laughs> is like, haven't talked about yet. <laughs> That's how she knows that she's homeless is because she kicked him out. <laughs> yeah, it was very. Um, oh, we haven't even talked about Lamont's family, dude. Can we talk about this? Because this is what I'm. He wants to play for the Philadelphia Sixers, mm-hmm. and then Sixers, and then he's like, he basically gets a ten day trial, and then. Alex is like, you're giving up on your family. It's like, obviously, if he got chosen for the Sixers, his family would move from Virginia there. Well, right? he, I think a, an important note we're missing, which made me giggle a little bit. He gets offered a 10-day contract Yeah, with the basketball team. 10 days. Yeah. He's only playing. They're not going to move. <laughs> no, but after the 10-day contract, then it'd be up for renewal. Well, they, he was, their point guard got injured or something. And so they needed him to like, which is ridiculous. And I don't think that's real. I think that... This is a true fudge. story. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's 100% <laughs> accurate. Of the miracle happened, Paige. <laughs> well, I'm just like... I just mean like, obviously, if the, if the Sixers picked him up permanently, he wouldn't be giving up his family. Yeah, that's His family true. would be moving there. He'd be giving them like... 
huge opportunities. I took it more as... Are the Sixers uh, a professional team? Or are yeah, they like a, yeah, yeah. No, they're an so NBA wouldn't, team. They, like, his family needs that money. I took it more as he has been chasing this sort of pipe dream for so long and sending them all the money he can. I mean, he's living in his car to like support them, mm-hmm. but he has been going after this crazy basketball dream and is about to give up this like good job, solid, like stable job at this Hebrew school to go play this sport where he could, you know, he literally said, yeah, but he's only contract. giving up that job. So for I 10 think, days. no, I know, I know. <laughs> but I think that what, uh, Schlotz is talking about is this time that he has been away from his family chasing this dream like that's what he thought was like selfish not the whole mm-hmm. it's just like he's like and like you should be proud of him yeah because he says that felt weird lamont car was like i don't know why i call him his first and last name i don't know why you keep saying lamont car <laughs> it's just a good name because there's two lamonts in this movie <laughs> there's two cars apparently <laughs> um lamont uh says to alex like my family needs that money and uh, Alex says maybe they just need you and I think that's what he was talking about the time that he spent away from them chasing this yeah. big dream it's like if you're trying to really play for the Sixers like just specifically this one team maybe your family shouldn't be living in Virginia maybe they should be living with you yeah. but obviously moving can be expensive and maybe she's like living with her family or something yeah we don't have all the details but that is it is really interesting the whole family thing is a big part of it that's why he's living out of his car and I like the way I know it's like so religious I just like that it's like they have the same miracle as the Maccabees. Yeah. I mean, that part I also don't think is real, but that is very interesting. They've worked really hard to make it. And the kids... Oh, you mean you don't think that part's based on the true story? Or you don't... Yeah, no, I definitely... <laughs> I thought you were telling me your stances on Hanukkah. Too. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely not. But no, I love that this was like a religious movie. I want them to do them to do movies about all religions. I'd be so into that. I would love like a, just an Islam educate, movie, like a movie about absolutely. Islam, because like they, we don't talk about it, and there isn't like a way for kids to really find out about now, that. Now I don't think they will ever do it, but I do like I would love that. Aren't there to make a good movie with a good story and like make it somehow relatable? So let's read it. Okay. I'm thinking because I don't know if it's decommy, but it's just it's so cohesive as a movie. You you know you want to give it like a rating of like it's a really good movie, blah 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 blah. But it's that's not how we do this. Exactly. So we for new listeners we rate based on decomminess. So I love this movie, but it's not going to get a high rating from me because I don't feel like it was decommy at all. I guess a four. A four. Okay, I'm going to give it a three. I don't know why, but I want to. So it's a. <laughs> 5.5 no it's not <laughs> uh, 7 divided by 3 is two. I shouldn't need Taylor's not here it's just oh, divided yeah. by 2 3.5 that's so stupid I should so 3.5 on maybe decommunist but it is a 10 in my heart yeah it's in fact great. it's actually an 8 for those 8 crazy nights of Hanukkah oh my god <laughs> I am sorry it's okay <laughs> So we're trying something new. Taylor's not here. We kind of get to do whatever we want to. Um, this <laughs> yeah. Week, we're dipping into the mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> Santa gets letters during Christmas and, and so, gets, do, so we. do we. Um, we've got a couple of uh, fan messages. Some have come from Twitter. Some have come from our email, 87centralpodcast at gmail.com. And we are just going to read them for you guys and answer questions that they have. So let's start with Twitter. Um, we have a question from, oh, a huge fan. He identifies as a huge fan. Uh, this is from George on Twitter. And he asks, 
Which decom star would you want to be trapped on a desert island with? That yes, is, I'm a huge fan, he said. That is um, such a good question, George. Decom star. So not a character from a decom, but a star. Oh, that's a good that's yeah. a good point. Okay, well, as much as I love Caitlin from Camp Rock. Ooh, that is such a good one. I would want to be with a boy just for kissing. And for like if you have to repopulate. I don't know. That's what, what I this mean. Island is. Yeah, that's what I mean. I guess actually, wait, can I choose Nick Jonas from Camp Rock? Yeah, absolutely. As from Connect Three. That's kind of cheating because I just want to be with Nick Jonas. Because mm-hmm. I might... Well, it did ask which decom star. So it's not character at all. That's true. But I think that means that we can also choose the age of the star. I will say that that is what that means. That's... I assume. Because I honestly might just take Alex D. Lins. Whoa. But like present, current age, right? Not like No, I think time. I would make myself 12. <laughs> oh, that's cute. It's like Blue Lagoon, dude. Is I don't know that plot of that Blue movie. No. It's uh, Brooke Shields and another guy... And it's they just have a lot of intercourse. This isn't the Blue Lagoon podcast, okay? <laughs> Welcome to the Blue Lagoon podcast. How funny would that be? Um, but also, I, I want to also another option would yeah. be Taylor Ball at his million dollar cook off. Oh wow, that is good. Yeah. Oh, or that cutie I, from I really uh, <gasps> No, I am sure. Well, I originally when you said Caitlin, I was like, definitely Allison Stoner, but not to toss it between Allison Stoner and Bridget Mendler. No, I know you're gonna say that, but, but you should be with Wes. Oh, I love him. Adam Hicks. Yeah, then you could... Honestly, you guys would have a beautiful repopulated Earth together. I do think, like, logically, I would have to pick a boy that I could have babies with. Yeah. I'm assuming that this island is, like, the only island left on the planet, which is Yeah, it is. And you also want a boy to help you, like, you know, grab the... Do man stuff. Do man stuff. Like, the the fishing and the cooking and the cleaning. Change tires. (laughs) I get it. Uh, Finance your your home's mortgage. Yes. Things that men men do. do. Hang the Christmas lights, you know? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't... That's really hard. Wes is a really good answer, though. I do love him. Yeah, that's a... I've got a mad crush. I don't... uh, Ricky Ullman. I've talked to before. uh, Ryan Merriman. How cute these boys are. Yeah, actually, I would want to be stuck with Ryan Merriman as a merman. Because he could get me fish. He was not in the 13th year. Ryan Merriman? Ryan Merriman. Who is it? It is... Some other guy. <laughs> because then I mean that guy. Yeah. <laughs> then or that guy's mom. She's like pretty Ooh, uh, she's cool. skilled as she a got... merman. Merwoman. Mermaid. Scaled? I just said merwoman. <laughs> merwoman. <laughs> wow, that's a great question from George. I'm curious. I want to turn it back to you guys. Who Tweet us you? your answers. Yeah, honestly. What do you come start with? You want to be chopped with? What do you come start and then what character? Because I, 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 that's a, that'd be different answers. I oh, think. yeah. Decom star, Nick Jonas. Decom character. Nate from Connect 3. <laughs> uh, okay, let's, let's answer okay. A, another question. Um, so, yeah, let's, we're going to turn it over to email now. Uh, that's it for Twitter for this week. <laughs> and um, this one comes from Ellen, has come to our inbox, 87 Central Podcast at gmail.com. And she says, Hi, ladies. Uh, this is the first time I'm reading these, just so you know. So if there's something in here that's not good, we can just cut this part of the show out. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Personally, I am a PBS kid, but I appreciate your podcast as a second chance at a normal childhood. Whoa. Here are some questions I have for you. It's all about Liberty wow, Kids. Wow, she asked a lot of questions. <laughs> she was like, what's your favorite Liberty Kids episode? <laughs> that's the only uh, kids. How do you feel about Arthur? Zoom, Zoom was on PBS Kids. Yes. Um, so first question. We'll just go through these one by one. If you were a Jonas brother, which would you be? I'd Frankie. be Nick. Oh, oh, I thought it was a no-brainer. All of the perks. You're actually work. right. <laughs> He's the one I relate to the most, probably. The bonus Jonas, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nick writes too many songs. I'm like, you work too hard. Oh, this is such a good one. 
Oh my gosh, I, I'm so ready for this. We all know you love DCOMs, but what about D shows? What is your favorite Disney Channel TV show from your childhood and from now? That is a great question. Wow. My favorite one from now. Oh, that's even hard. My favorite one from now is Live in Maddie because mm-hmm. I like Girl Meets World, but it frustrates the heck out of me because it is so weird the way that they deal with Maya and Sean. And also, like, I have a whole theory that Maya isn't even a real person. I think she's a figment of Riley's imagination because they are literally so <laughs> dramatic and introspective that I can't enjoy watching it sometimes. So I'll say Live in Maddie for now. And I think my answer is going to be Hannah Montana. Wow, really? I, was I not expecting that love one. Hannah Montana. And yeah. like Lizzie McGuire and Raven are really high up on there for me. But like Hannah's really, I'm obsessed with Hannah Montana. I have a question. Um, so a lot of people my age, when I talk to them about Disney Channel shows, I've found that if they are the oldest of their siblings, they have very different like favorite shows and different memories of Disney Channel. I have an older brother so I feel like I got into Disney Channel a little bit younger. So I remember mm-hmm. even older shows like So Weird and The Jersey and stuff like that. And I was wondering if you have an older brother too. Do you do you watch? Did you watch those shows too? Do you know like what I I'm do have an about? older brother. However, my family didn't always have cable. Okay. So we really were kind of PBS kids because of that. And also my brother, his like big insult for me. He doesn't really. He's not a big Disney Channel fan. And his big insult for me has always been like, why don't you go watch Zach and Cody, Hope? Ooh, that's what that's he always good. says to me. And then like into high school and into college, he'll be like, all you do is eat Rice Krispie Treats and watch Zach and Cody. And I'm like, that's just, not, it's not even on the air. I'm not watching Sweet it. Zach and Cody was so good. My it mom's like, Netflix. Griffin, update your, but it wasn't at the time. She was right. like, update your insults. But that's like always his like. His slur to me. I love that. That's oh, really I fun. do love Zach and Cody, though. That is such an underappreciated show. I, I, who underappreciates it? Everybody. Like, we don't talk about it That's enough. where Emma Stone got her start. She voiced the chihuahua, Ivana. That's right. She did. Ivana was... Wow, I forgot about that. It was recently on the, the news. It was on the Twitter. <laughs> um, for me, old shows... My instinct was Liz McGuire. Um, but I can respect that. Like, I understand that even Stevens was a better show. I can admit that now. I uh, could have back in the day. Even Stevens was my brother's favorite and Lizzie McGuire was mine. As for shows from now, my uh, first thought was Girl Meets World, but I like it because I like Boy Meets World. I don't, like, there's a, I have a lot of problems with it. Yeah. As we've talked about. We should have a Girl Meets World podcast after We really this. should because I, oh, we really should. I have some theories. I Yeah. And that show, it does. It drives me nuts. I just like to watch it for the old characters and old references. And they make so many, like, specific references to, like, Yeah, and that's episode. kind of what freaks me out about it. <laughs> that's the only They make like too it, many parallels. Yeah. I'm like, okay, sometimes you're your own person. Which is fascinating because the reason to do a revival is fan service, and this is not even servicing the fans. This is for a new audience. It's just really fascinating. Anyway, um, so I, after that, I don't know, is Good, is good Luck Charlie from now? Because I do love Good Luck Charlie. No, Good Luck Charlie's not on anymore, so it doesn't count. I don't really watch anything else that's... Good Luck Charlie on. is good. So good. And we've talked about that on this, deco- on this podcast before, too, about why it's such a good show. But, uh, okay, Next question. Another question from another listener. Uh, oh, wow. Which is the best high school musical movie in the series? One. Yeah, I would say one also. I hate two. I have strong I'm opinions fine about with two. two. I don't have strong opinions about I, that. Number two has great like songs and stuff, blah blah blah. But like the plot is what. There are just some. I have some problems with it. Uh, this listener did say there is a correct answer, 
Do you want to guess what the correct answer is? Do they think it's two? They think it's two. Yeah, I that's like wrong. I like two. I like the songs from like two, three. but like Gabriella is so mad at Troy, and I'm like, he's just working on his future. He's kind of back off. Who is your favorite and least favorite Disney princess? Favorite used to be Cinderella. Growing up was always Cinderella. Now it's Belle. Um, can you name the Disney princesses? Like who counts? Cinderella, Belle, Mulan. Is Moana a new Disney princess? I think because so. I think she's. Considered. She is my favorite now. I am Moana. obsessed with Moana. I just watched it. I mean, I sound like a kind of like a weirdo. Like I watch a lot of children's programming. Is what that sounds like. No, everyone's seen, like everyone's watching Moana. You're totally fine. Um, least favorite. Oh, I know this. Will you keep reading the list? I don't. I was making oh, love. Yeah. Um, wait, there's Ariel. Yeah. Belle. Snow White. Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh, okay. I'm not a fan of Snow White, but uh, I don't know. I think unpopular I opinion. I kind of want to say Ariel. My least favorite would probably be Rapunzel from Tangled just because I fell asleep during Tangled. <laughs> so I don't think it was that great a movie. Um, mm-hmm. But she is, I guess, considered a... Uh, a Disney princess now. It's like I like The Little Mermaid, but I do have some problems with Ariel just being like, yeah, I'll give up my voice. I have problems with a lot of uh, Disney princesses, though. Like Aurora, friggin'. Yeah, boring. Aurora. I mean, that's just like boring. She, it's yeah. literally her Snow favorite. White, she literally just <laughs> sings into a well for like 20 minutes, but. Who was the cutest boy in any decom from all time? We've sort of touched on this. Who is that one that I really was, that was really cute? Was he from? No, it was. Lemonade Mouth? Scott from Lemonade (laughs) Mouth. You called him the cutest boy in the world. (laughs) That is, first of all, so obscure. So dramatic. He's a fine looking guy. But it's like literally any blonde on the movie and I'm like. Yeah, he was brunette. (laughs) (laughs) No, he really? Scott was definitely brunette. Like not even close to blonde. Nuh-uh. Yeah, dude. Nuh-uh! Yeah, dude. No way. I doubt that. I'm telling you. Scott was not brunette. Yeah, no. You're going to be shocked. He was 100% brunette. I've looked up Scott Lemonade Mouth. He's very much got brown hair. Oh, that's blonde hair. I consider, I would consider that blonde. You're joking. Yeah, that's like the color of my hair, which I consider blonde. No, no, no. Your hair is much lighter than this. It looks blonde to me. I'm looking at it right now, but also... You are crazy uh-uh this is a blonde boy oh my gosh that's that's blonde i can't hair. tell if you're joking listeners right now. please look up a picture of no we'll put go to our instagram <laughs> and we're gonna find, have a poll i am so upset that you even look at his hair and look at that his hair so, in this other picture stop, look at that look at that that's not him <laughs> that's not him okay fair oh my gosh you are driving who's your cute who do you think he's the cutest boy i, I did say ricky ullman before and i think that might still be because partially because of the characters he played he never played the stud and like the cool mean guy. He was always like the nerdy, like great boy, you know? <laughs> the nerdy great boy. The nerdy great boy. Okay, final question. Are any decoms set in England? Uh, there's that okay, this isn't necessarily a decom, but it's that that decom series. The one that I told you about. Oh the, yeah, it's like an the manor one. It's an English Disney like mini series, I believe. Yeah, what's it's it called? One, I don't remember. I Something forget. Manor. Something manner, and it's like English stepbrother and stepsister. Um, my first instinct, it takes place in America, but uh, Avalon High was. Did you ever see Avalon High? I read the book. Oh, yeah, and it was. It's like a Meg a, Cabot book, and she was my favorite author for the longest time. Yeah. But that they was set in America. Decom. It was set in America, that's what I said. No, but the book is too. Yeah. Oh. I prefaced oh, that. Oh, okay. But it is the English, it's the story of. King Arthur. Exactly. So that is, that part's English. 
Um, so that's it for fan mail this week. I hope that wasn't boring, just <laughs> listening to our opinions. But This whole podcast is opinions. So please um, ask us more questions. We really enjoy yeah, our email. From you. you can go to our website and you can send us questions directly from there. We're also on Twitter. Email, DM us on Instagram. Yeah, anything. Actually, Paige, didn't something happen on Instagram <gasps> oh today? Oh my gosh, this is huge. You guys, I've been working hard on the Instagram and today all of my... <laughs> Hopes, dreams, <laughs> wishes, prayers. Um, so I posted a throwback Thursday photo of the cast of Sweet Life. We were just talking about this. We were talking about Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. And maybe you've heard of it. The likes <laughs> started pouring in. All of a sudden, we got a like from the real Allison Stoner. The and real Allison Stoner. Immediately followed by a comment. So I posted this picture. I said, welcome to hashtag throwback Thursday. Love to see our favorite stars hanging out. Which of these hairstyles will you be rocking this holiday season? Sort of as a joke. <laughs> a little bit of like, they have really dorky haircuts. Uh, but Allison Stoner commented... Because it's like 2006. Yeah, totally. And they looked so cool at 2006. Um, Allison Stoner commented, I'm wearing my braid today. Because she's wearing braids in the picture. She even included And I used an to wear braids because of that. Because yeah. of her. I literally rocked the same haircut because and of her. And I... Was babysitting. I started freaking out. And I was babysitting. And my also friend started, started texting out. me. <laughs> my friend Chris commented on this. He said, Allison Stoner noticed y'all. I'm just... See, this deep. is kind of something that I relate to because last Christmas, actually, almost to the day, because it was right before Christmas, Yeah, Allison Stoner liked a tweet of mine. <gasps> That's so right. So it's a double Christmas we miracle. We love Allison Stoner in this, at this podcast here. Big Allison Stoner fans. We really are. Um, it's almost to the day that I was followed by Aaron Carter. But I don't want to talk about that because he <clears throat> unfollowed me. <laughs> and I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but I am being followed by the Mitchell Musso. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you mentioned that a couple times ago, I think. But that's good. Get that out there. Hey, Mitchell. Hey, Allison. <laughs> and Mitchell, right after he followed me, went on this big unfollowing spree and was wow. like, I unfollowed a bunch of you jerks. <gasps> like, wow, if you Mitchell. made the cut, if you made, and he did not say jerks. He says oh, a lot of bad words. Wow. He was like, if you made the cut, it's because like, you're a true fan and I love you so much. And I was like, whoa, Mitchell. Has he been in any DCOMs besides Life is Rough? Um, I don't know. Maybe another... some pair of Kings like, movie. No, that was also on Disney XD. I don't know. I don't know uh, if he has. I don't either. Curious. Um, curious. Let's, let's, uh, let's do Taylor's trivia. Yeah, let's. Yo, what up? <laughs> Dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. We didn't talk about the dreidel rap song. Oh, well, go watch the movie. Um, welcome to Taylor's Trivia. Not so bad. I'm Hope. This is Paige. And Taylor's not here. So we're asking our own questions. Kindly provided to us by Elia, my friend. Jewish Elia. She's asked us some Jewish trivia questions. Yes. Let's see how these... Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm looking at the first one. It's all like Hebrew words. Oh, okay. I, I okay. Here we go. Sorry, oh, you can I, I can do a couple Hebrew prayers. That's a fun so, fact about me. That's the first question. No, okay. it's not. Oh. Um, <laughs> Who can do the many most? <laughs> all right. Question number one: What is the name for the jelly donuts that Jewish people eat during Hanukkah? Are they? Oh, this is, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. I can't pronounce these. Um, Tazims. Zims. Zimmies. Uh, B. Latkes. Latkes. Latkes? Yeah, that looks right. Tiglo- Tiglosh? Tiglosh. Ooh, and then D. Sufnoit. And also, I don't know if this is related, but uh, Elia is Swiss German, so I feel like this is like 
Oh, no, I mean... These are also... I imagine her saying this these is, is like... Jewish, with, though. Yeah, but it's like... Anyway. With... These could be like the German Jewish foods. Does that make sense? Yeah, they, they could be. They're not necessarily... Okay, but anyway, not, yeah. back to the question. Well, I think it's um, Taglach. Okay, the I'm going to say I think it's B. C. You say C, I say B. You think it's latkes? Girl, I don't know. You don't know what a latka is? You don't even know that's how it's pronounced. Yes, I do. I know what a latka is. Okay, the answer is no. I don't know what a latka is. <laughs> okay. It's like the most famous... Okay, I'll change my answer No, then. no, no. You're keeping no, it. No, too late. I'm going to say D instead. <laughs> All right. Answer is... I've got to read really carefully. Movies I hope so it's that latka. I don't see the answer. The answer is D! That's what you get for making fun of me! Latkas are potato pancakes. <laughs> Okay, I you don't can, know that, Hope. Okay, I think it's funny. You can say it as people, many times as you want. I don't know it. <laughs> That's like people eat those if they're Jewish or not. I don't. So I didn't know the answer, and I got it right because you forced me to change it. You're being so uh, mean. I mean, you were in a made but You don't know what latkes are? You don't know? Oh, that's funny. You don't know? That was so rude. Um, so the answer is Sufganoit. Or whatever. Oh. Uh, I'm so sorry, Elia. It's really hard. Okay. Uh, I think she did that on purpose. She knew it was going to be bad. Um, no, a B. Number two. Not a B. Number two. What Roman leader destroyed the Hebrews' second temple? Was it Julius Caesar, Flavius Titus, Pontius Pilate, or Mark Antony? Okay. I'll say that Flavius Titus sounds like a made-up character in a Latin book. Okay. <laughs> so is that your answer? I think it might be. I mean, Actually, I think it might be... Destroyed the Hebrews' second temple. I mean, Pontius Pilate was uh, involved in Jesus's story. Yes. So I kind of feel like it's not him. Okay. Maybe it's Mark Antony, but also... Uh, I'll, I'll say Flavius, because I like it. It's kind of like Fabio. Um, I'm going to say... I literally have no frame of reference for this. Like, I don't know anything about the second temple. Uh, or, like, what time period that was. I'm going to say... I'm gonna say Mark Antony because of J Lo. <laughs> I'm gonna say C Pontius Pilate. I I know who that is, but I don't have an answer. <clears throat> so yeah, who knows what the guy was up to after exactly. the whole Jesus thing or before. Two is B. Is that what you said? What did you say? I said Flavius, which is Flavius B. is B. It's B. Flavius Titus. Okay, one. one, one. She has so one many hope. questions. Should we do all of them? Just pick your favorite. Pick the ones we can do the best at. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, ooh, this is good. It's about basketball. The Israeli national basketball team, as of 2015, is ranked internationally in what place? That's a great question. Did she look these up or did she know? She looked these up. She's wow. not an encyclopedia. These are really good, though. Like, great questions. Okay, um, so A, 12th place, B, 28th, C, 37th, and D, 53rd. The Israeli national basketball team, as of 2015. How, do, how many teams do you think are in this league? That's a good question. Um, like 75? <laughs> Well, maybe. Um, because how many, you have to think like how many countries actually have right. basketball teams. Okay, I have my answer. Okay, say it. Uh, I'm going to say A. Okay, I'll say C. So you're saying 12th place and I'm going to say 37. Yes, and we are really just guessing here. Okay, wait, what number was that? Oh, shoot, we're going to, we can't go back now because, oh, don't look at my page. Um, what question was that? Oh, shoot, fifth. So we'll do five, six, and seven if that's okay with you. Yeah. Okay. The answer to that question, ah, I clicked on it by mistake. This is train wreck. Uh, it's hard because it's we're C. trying not to see the answers. Yeah, we're being really careful. I've got like a piece of paper. Oh, I was right? Yeah, it's 37th. 
Ooh. Man, I should have known that one. I, <laughs> yeah, that was an embarrassment, page. Yeah, darn. Okay. Okay, I'll read um, this one. Number six? Yeah. Okay. Recently, a well-known NBA star has reconnected with his Jewish roots and has moved to Israel with his family to play basketball for Israel. Who is it? A. Steph Curry. B. Dirk Nowitzki, who is actually Chrissy Jones' former host, is obsessed with him. Oh, wow. C. Oh, good luck. I know how to say it. And you I'm do? I'm make fun of you, yes. Amari Studemeyer? Amari Stoudemire. Stoudemire? Yeah, okay. That wasn't so bad. And D, Tim Duncan. I'm going to say C. Amari Stoudemire? Um, yeah, I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure it's not Steph Curry. Um, I mean, Dirk Nowitzki sounds kind of like maybe he's like Polish. <laughs> but I'm not sure that means that he's... Uh, Jewish or from Israel? I'll say D. I don't know. I was gonna say Tim C. Duncan sounds like the like the most like he's like retired though. That's my like only genteel reason name. He, like, like he doesn't play in the U.S. anymore. That's the only reason I'm thinking that. I literally have no clue. Uh, so that was six. The answer is C. Amari Sotomayor. You're winning <laughs> by two or something. So in this situation, I'm a warrior and you're a lion. <laughs> yes. Uh, last question. Which is, the, which is the holiest holiday for the Jewish people? A, Rosh Hashanah, B, Yom Kippur, C, Hanukkah, and D, Passover. Okay, I know that it's not Hanukkah. Okay. Because growing, my mom's godparents are Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I have my and, she, and Jane, my Aunt Jane told me, she was like, I didn't even celebrate Hanukkah growing up. I didn't know what it was. So I imagine that it wouldn't be that if some people don't even celebrate it. Or at least didn't used to. I have my answer. You should go first this time. Okay, I'm going to say Rosh Hashanah. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Okay, so A is our guess for the last question, and the answer is B. Well, Which was what? Which is what? Which was uh, Yom Kippur. Which is the Jewish New Year, isn't it? I think so. I I don't know. I don't want to say that and be wrong. Well, well, but here we are. Happy trivia to us. Um, We did okay. Thank you, Elia, so much. For sending in these questions, we don't know what we would have done without these, and these were so good. They're about Judaism and basketball. And so. if you are a Jewish listener and know how to pronounce some of the words that we mispronounced, feel free to send a video of you uh, correcting us Please on our Twitter. Do, we'd love to. Fact. We'd love to be embarrassed by that. Yes. <laughs> Put us to shame. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome to. Help quotes! Help quotes! I'm so glad you didn't hang me out to dry there. I really Yeah, I, I wanted to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in this segment, I take a quote from the movie, and I compare it to a quote that I have made up, and Paige will have to guess uh, which is which. Yes. So number one. Oh, gosh. Hey, Schlotz, how's it feel to be on the worst team in the entire history of basketball? Okay. Versus, you think you can ball like a warrior? Get a grip, snotsky. Ooh, I'm gonna say B just because I remember them using ball as a verb. It's actually A. No, I was oh, I was thinking jam. <laughs> you were like, you think he can jam? Is that gonna be one of them? I hope. No, it is. but how clever was Snotsky? I, like I wrote that. Yeah, dude. I'm a writer. That was good. Okay. Question number two. Schlotz, you are seriously cracked if you think a bunch of Jewish kids like us can be basketball stars. Maybe it's time you got off the court and into the temple. Versus, the only thing this team can score on is the PSATs. I remember the talk about the PSATs. It was long. Um, but I think I'm going to say 
A, because I remember them also being very self-deprecating. Oh, when they were like schlots, you can seriously... Yeah, actually, the answer was B. Okay, they did have a really long talk about PSATs. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, all right, kids, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I love that they all listed their stories. That's why I like this, this movie, because they have this joke, like, yeah, we're really incredibly smart. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And dedicated. Should have gotten that. I knew you liked that about this movie. <sighs> okay. Um, I'm uh, 0 for 2 for those keeping score at home. And that means that Taylor has a positive point. No, just kidding. <laughs> Number three. If the Maccabees could make their oil last eight days then surely we can make ours last two minutes, right? Ooh, nice. Okay. Versus, excuse me, tall guy, you wouldn't happen to be a Jewish military hero who started Hanukkah and has been dead over 2,000 years ago. Oh. <laughs> over 2,000? You've been dead I think, over- it went, I think it was supposed to end with, like, would you? But, oh, it, it, I, but you didn't. I didn't. I'm going to guess... B, because I forgot what A was. It's B. It was B. Oh, Lord, thank you. Okay. Number four. (laughs) This one's very silly. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait. All right, my dogs. This is our holy court. Let me hear it. Versus, if you can spin a dreidel, you can spin a basketball. Like, on your finger. Right, yeah. Uh, You don't spin dreidels on your finger, but I got it. Oh, busted. (laughs) I'm going to go with B because I think it's correct, but also I hope it is. <laughs> it's actually A. No way. You came up with B? I came up with B. You can spin a dreidel. You can spin a basketball. <laughs> I think what's, what's better is, all right, my dogs, this is our holy court. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so, oh, I love it. Love it. Great round. And there are so many great quotes from this movie. Everyone yeah. go, go watch it. It's you on the Disney app. You stumped me a lot this time, man. Yeah, yeah you got like one this. point. I got one. Yeah, it was one. It was, excuse me, tall guy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this has been Hope Quotes. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I, thank, thank you to my parents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it choked on my mouth. Um, <laughs> welcome to... Page is page. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I'm going to get that on my iPod. Okay, um, this is the segment where I take a page... <laughs> It's got something written on it. I still don't have a concise way to summarize what I do It's here. okay. Uh, but it's basically whatever I want to do, one page worth. And sometimes it's fan fiction. Sometimes it's um, my own creative thing. Sometimes it's ad-libs. This week is something we've not done before. I think so far we've done different things every time. Uh, but... So yeah, this is our inconsistent <laughs> segment. Yeah. I, the I'm wild card, well. if you may. Pages, pages, That's a us Irish girls, really beautiful, really good kissers, really inconsistent. <laughs> Very accurate. That's a good <laughs> um, so, on November 19th, 2003, four days before this movie came out on Disney Channel, Laura Fries of Variety <laughs> published a review. <laughs> so, we're just going to read this official review a full court miracle. So she got to read it before. Um, yeah, she got to watch, to watch it, it. Yeah. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it and you respond to it? Like, whatever you're thinking. Hey, it's your segment. Um, I guess I'll read it because I want to hear your commentary. Okay. And I think if you're reading it, you won't provide commentary. So, this is Laura Fry's of Variety. It's a refreshing change of pace to have a story of Hanukkah recounted by someone other than Adam Sandler. Disney- <laughs> Dig. Good start. 
But Disney Channel's schmaltzy full court miracle may leave viewers pining for the comedian's off color antics. What? She's coming out swinging. She thinks that uh, you want off color like decoms. We don't. <laughs> Director Stuart Gillard misses a prime opportunity to present a poignant and entertaining multicultural alternative to the usual holiday viewing. How rude. (laughs) I disagree. Instead, it just mimics the maudlin emotions and forced sentiments of all Christmas fare with over-the-top kosher flair. Well, she just wanted to say kosher. (laughs) She did. How many other movies this season can boast a line like, you Dementia, or a hip-hop song that samples lyrics from the Dreidel song. Yeah, that's what makes this movie great. <laughs> Claiming, I hate this movie. Oh, you're going to like this. Claiming to be inspired by a true story. Script by Joel Kaufman, Joel Silverman, and Don Yost. Waffles between a Bad News Bear-like remake and a feel good, the feel-good antics of an after-school special. Judging Amy's Richard T. Jones stars as Lamont Carr, a former U of Virginia college basketball star hoping for a second shot at, NBA, at the NBA with the Philadelphia 76ers. A knee injury sidelined his career, and while waiting for his next shot at the pros, Lamont is discovered at a public playground by Alex Schlotsky, Alex D. Lentz. Okay, this is like the longest description of Lamont Carr's career. There's three more paragraphs just summarizing the movie. Unnecessary. It is so unnecessary. The Lions have never won a game. Lamont is living out of his van, blah, blah, blah. She should just say, like, uh... Homeless man. Basically. Uh, Homeless man with a basketball. (laughs) So, skipping ahead, skipping ahead. Back to the review. She says, for a movie that that purportedly touts notions of establishing... Purportedly? Purportedly. What does that mean? uh, Supposedly? Yeah, basically. Uh, For a movie that purportedly touts notions of establishing the truth of your own identity, the script is surprisingly devoid of one. Whoa. Gillard, she's harsh, man. Gillard lays the groundwork for a meaningful drama, but inconsistently intersperses fantasy elements and slapstick comedy. There's, like, not that much slapstick in this movie. Yeah, there's one. There's a character named Stick. That's it. They slap. Also, (laughs) There is a character named Stick. The fantasy elements are when it goes back and forth between the... But um, that's just... Jewish tradition. Like, I feel that's so No, insulting. no, she means when they're playing basketball and then it flashes back to them as Maccabees and Warriors. Yeah, because it's for children and it's drawing this allusion to yeah, but that's Jewish... A- I just think it's insulting to call it fantasy elements. Oh, you think it should be called, like, historical? I mean, it's... Fa- sure, he, yeah. But it's like he fantasizes himself as a Hebrew I, playing basketball. I definitely get that. I just and this guy's literally word, dressed as a gladiator. I think the word fantasy is insulting. Yeah, because it's like, this is a religion. Yeah. This is based uh, on a religion. I definitely get where you're coming from, though. I mean, they call it a fairy tale. The kids are like, this is a fairy tale. Yeah, which I was also like, dang, there are Jewish kids watching this right now. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Ultimately, however, it's the heavy-handed analog- analogy of the miracle of Hanukkah translated into a school generator that supposedly has only a few minutes of fuel left during the big tournament game that sends the Turny. Movie, they always call it a tourney. <laughs> that sends the movie over the top. This is the last paragraph, don't worry. <sighs> in fact, the most moving moments of the pick aren't the ones intended aren't the ones intended. At one point, Alex bemoans that he and his friends are a bunch of uncoordinated Jews, and Lamont is quick to respond, don't put yourself in a box. Through his intense reaction, viewers get a sense that he is speaking from experience. But these personal and semi-realistic moments are overshadowed by ridiculous scenes like that of the prune-faced school administrator horrified to see her students getting jiggy with it. That's how it ends. That's the last paragraph of this review. I will say, like, I don't like it when a, when a review will say, this wasn't what was intended, because you don't know what the director was intending. Absolutely. So, so when she's like, 
the scenes that were good weren't even ones that were intentionally good. I'm like, I feel like the whole movie was supposed to be intentionally good. And I think she did not do her job if she doesn't mention the fact or review this as if it's a child's movie. It is a movie for children. And she's talking about how this doesn't, like, hit the marks of, <laughs> like, that's like watching Spongebob and being like, this is not This is art. not, this doesn't <laughs> say anything about fascism. Like, clearly you have to review it for what it is. I also just want to mention that this was published 13 years ago and there have been zero comments. <laughs> It's on Variety.com. Laura Fry's do What a job. strange... I didn't know that they reviewed DCOMs. I didn't either. I think this is the Variety. that has reviewed. The only one I However, so I do feel that... Uh, oh, never mind. I was thinking Donald Trump didn't like Variety, but he doesn't like Vanity Fair. So right, I was like, oh, Trump. I don't like signing with... <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Um, man. What... What a crappy review. Yeah, what a mean woman. Just kidding. <laughs> She's not a mensch. She's not a mensch. You'd a mensch. Um, You'd a mensch. But yeah, I just think she did a disservice by not viewing this as a... I'm disappointed that we're not doing Julian Schlott's fanfic right now. I am right too now. now, but I would hate to do that because I do like that they are Pl- friends, Yeah, so. I mean, who says that their fanfic wouldn't just be very That's platonic, even really like Julie coming out to him or something. Oh, wow. Whoa. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy stuff. I just love, I love that she wears track pants under her... Me too. Under her skirt. I used to do that. Her school uniform. It was really a good look. And I love that she's Manny from Degrassi. I think maybe doing fan fiction, it would have been another Degrassi fanfic, and we just can't have <laughs> Maybe we that. can't handle it in, in the same month, the, the same, same series oh, of true. episodes. There were... I uh, want to mention, just real quick, last final thoughts. Three people in this movie have been on Degrassi. That's Name it. them. Uh, her, Manny. She was Manny. The blonde on the team mm. uh, was Huff? He, he played Darren. Stick? I don't remember oh. their names. Uh, that's the the problem. And then a third one played like drunk kid. Oh, so there's that. Well, Do you have any final thoughts? All star cast. Uh, geez, not really. Okay. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your all time favorite Hanukkah present? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I did get a Hanukkah present once and I didn't like it because oh, I was wow. celebrating it with my step family. Who gave it to you? My stepdad. Shout he, out. He, everyone in, <laughs> all the kids got um, like framed pictures of the instruments that they played. That's weird. Yeah, but I didn't play an instrument. So I just got like the reject picture. Like, so like my brother got a guitar and my sister got a piano. But it's like, I got like a framed saxophone. I was like, I don't play the saxophone. It doesn't mean just, anything to me. That's a strange gift. Yeah. So that was like, I was like, mm, this isn't, this isn't going to be my favorite present of all time. That's really funny. This is not the ultimate Christmas present. Wow. Good rap. Dude. Not the ultimate Hanukkah present. Twas the night for not the ultimate <laughs> Christmas present. Ooh, what a December. Yeah. Oh God, we got to cut this out. Oh gosh. Here. Ooh. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Is Shalom like uh, Aloha? Can you say it at the end too? Probably. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, happy holidays. This has been RG. <laughs> Taylor, we miss you. Uh, RG commentary. One more time, we can do it. And this, this has, has been, been our D commentary. commentary.